0: what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the crypto entrepreneurs podcast as always it's your host charles and today we've got a very special episode for you i'm sitting down with b nukes he is actually a member of the discord that we started the amazon selling discord and he has done a phenomenal job as you can see here in about the last week and a half he has sold eighty thousand dollars worth of product So we're going to be getting into that, what his experience in the group has been like, how he has done so well. He actually runs a couple other things. He's actually also got a Shopify store. Uh, It's his family's business. He pretty much runs the whole thing uh, and pretty much everything that this guy touches turns to gold. And so I really wanted to get into his mindset and how he is able to start new things like this, pick it up extremely quickly And succeed where others can't but before we get into all of that if you're listening to this on one of the podcasting platforms i suggest heading over to youtube we run through his amazon store we run through his shopify account look through a couple other things as well some resources that he has provided Um, so there's a link in the description below it'll be the first line that'll take you to the youtube channel and it'll take you to this specific video The second thing is I do just want to shout out the sponsors. So eternally grateful for these guys. They keep the lights on. They keep this podcast pumping out. The first is Crypto.com, one of the biggest companies in the industry. I don't know how I landed these guys, honestly. Um, They've got a couple big things coming up. The first of which, they've got a couple announcements, I should say. The first of which is that they've increased their insurance coverage to 360 million dollars so you can be a little bit more you can rest assured knowing that your coins are doing all right on the exchange I know we preach that you should not do this but they actually have a great program called crypto earn or if you hold the coins on the exchange you can earn a nice return on them Uh, and this 360 million dollars in insurance coverage helps protect those funds and you can rest easy The second thing is that they are doing another sale through their their fundraising platform the syndicate Another hot coin that has been climbing lately ICX on the 26th of May, which is in about 10 days nine days I think from when this is dropping you will be able to get 50% off ICX by participating in this sale You can head over to the website read more about it and then the last thing huge news is that they are giving away a Tesla Model 3. There's a link in the description below. You can learn more about how to participate in this giveaway. Uh, If you're on Twitter, you remember Justin Sun's Tesla giveaway that fizzled out. This one, I can guarantee you, will be given away. I'm hyped to see who wins it. Again, link in the description. You can head on over and read more about it. The second newer sponsor is coin flip they're a crypto atm company they're actually the first largest i believe by volume and the third largest by number of machines another company that i am eternally grateful to be working with i, I i'm just truly blown away at what this podcast has become uh, so thank you guys thanks thanks to all the viewers and then thank you to the sponsors a uh, couple big announcements for them they actually just recently launched their otc desk Uh, It's got a very low minimum, $5,000 minimum. So a lot of people who can't participate or use over other OTC desks can use this service. Uh, They've got some of the lowest fees uh, in the OTC market and they've got pretty much constant support. So if you're ever having issues, they can help you out. On top of this and kind of the last thing that I wanted to say is that when a lot of people think crypto ATM, they think bitcoin and maybe ethereum there's actually a longer list of coins you can check out their website see all of them and then you can also see all of their locations on their website i highly suggest finding the one that's closest to you heading out using a crypto atm if you haven't ever done it before i know that was long-winded again big shout out to the sponsors Now, let's get to this episode with B Nukes and talk about how he did 80 grand in revenue in just over a week. So, I'm here with B Nukes or Nukes. I'm going to go with B Nukes. Uh, Before we really get into anything, I just want to say congratulations on the last week, two weeks that you've had. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, who listens to me, Hasn't seen my Twitter or who has been living under a rock uh, We started a discord we got some people in there We're kind of teaching them how to sell on Amazon uh, We're providing profitable flips for them and you have taken it to the extreme as we can see here You've done almost 80k and you can see that that started on what like the 8th and it is now the 17th I don't even know what day it is um, But it's been about a week maybe two weeks and you've done 80k in revenue, which is believable, man uh so big congratulations there we will get into it in a little bit before we do can you just give us some background on kind of who you are what your story is so we can kind of know who b nukes is
1: hey charles thanks for the introduction and uh i gotta say thank you for the opportunity it's honestly been a blessing and it's kind of taken me by surprise yeah
0: I we're shocked every all, all the admin in the group are shocked.
1: and uh yeah let's let's get into a little bit of my background. so um you know, born and raised in Canada, and a little bit about myself, I kind of went through the traditionary, uh school system uh probably been suspended over eighteen times, <laughs> uh, expelled three times. Um, kind of bounced around school to school, kind of teachers thinking I was stupid. Nobody really was believing in me. Um, every time I got in trouble, the one person who'd always be there was my dad. He would bailed me out of the principal's office and he would pretty much tell the principal to fuck off more so.
0: <laughs> Love to hear it.
1: Um, so he's kind of always been there for me as like a support barrier. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about my background, Through the school system, they try to label me as uh, oppositional defiance disorder. So essentially, just because I don't believe or agree with their viewpoint, they're going to try and label me as that. And so essentially, they're trying to get me on a bunch of prescriptions, medications, and whatnot. And uh, even get me into a uh, home where essentially there's like a bunch of adults watching you. And pretty much you're shackled to a room to make sure that you don't get into any trouble. And to be honest, this program is for kids who were very bad, like bringing knives in, uh, beating up other children, whatever, like maybe some mental disabilities as well. But I was definitely did not belong there and very grateful for my dad fighting for me because if I went down that route, I definitely wouldn't have been here. Yeah. I just wanted to shout that out.
0: Yeah. Huge shout out to your dad. Uh, A big fuck you to the system, the school system and kind of. The way that it's all set up, I feel like a lot of people who kind of think outside the box or don't want this just cookie cutter education get left behind or get placed into these kind of systems uh, where they get you on these prescription drugs. They label you as this specific type of person and kind of set up the rest of your life in a very poor way. Um, But, you know, it sounds like you have kind of overcome all of this. Um, we've been talking in the DMS for a little bit. You've told me a little bit about your story and to be honest with you, man, everything kind of sounds, it sounds like everything that you touch kind of turns to gold and you're, you sound like one of the hardest working people that I have talked to on Twitter. Um, I mean, again, just going back to this 80k, you have been grinding nonstop for this last week. You saw an opportunity, you took it, you went big with it. Uh, so huge shout out there. Can you just talk Thank to you. us? Yeah. Can you just talk to us about some of the stuff that we had talked about, uh, in DMs, the, um, what was it? MLG, uh, some of the Shopify stuff. And then can we get into the Amazon as well?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so, you know, with my history of like the school system, I kind of had an edge now, right? Like everyone was against me. So everything almost turned into a, a competition. It's like, Oh, you think you're better than me? Well, let's see. And if you are you are so you essentially prove right exactly exactly so a little bit about my history growing up uh with my mlg if, for those of you that don't know mlg was, is major league gaming
0: i was gonna ask if you could explain that to the the good folks who don't know what that is
1: for sure so major league gaming um back in the day there used to be a website called game battles and so you would log into the website. Uh, game battles, and essentially you would set up a whatever game it would be. For example, the game I used to play for, uh, play, was uh, Call of Duty. Started out with the very first one, and then kind of started getting into the competitive uh, stage of it in Call of Duty 4. Um, but yeah, so you would set up a match, you'd, if typically it was like uh, 4v4s or 5v5s, and uh, you'd just post the match and wait for a team to accept your match on the game battles, and Essentially, the way of verifying and validating who won the match, um, you would have to pretty much uh, screen record your system. and It was very complicated back in the day with the Xbox 360s. so you'd get a lot of disputes and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so the Call of Duty grind is where it really all started. Uh, Being a high school, junior high kid, didn't really care for school, so what did I spend most of my time doing? Playing Call of Duty probably dropped about on average throughout the weekday eight to 10 hours a day just playing the game uh, competitively I loved it and weekends that's when most of the time there was weekend tournaments or uh, more competitive series as a lot of the professional gamers did have full-time jobs at the time so it was either like evenings or the weekends where things got real serious and that's when you drop in 14 or 16 hours
0: it, absolute insanity that you're going to school were you going to school when you were doing those eight-hour days? Was it go to school, get off, and pretty much just play until you go to sleep? Or were you kind of skipping out on school for this kind of stuff?
1: Uh, pretty much. I was going to school. I wasn't really much of one to skip. I, When I do something, I commit to it. And I was thinking to myself, well, got to get my grade 12. That's what everyone tells you. So let's just stick through it and try and retain as much information as I can even though most of it went in one ear and went out the other
0: yeah of course i I feel like you know as a younger kid if it's not something that interests you it kind of just in one ear out the other Uh, but so on top of school you're grinding eight hours a day Uh, did you think this was something that you were going to make a living off of were you making any money from it or what was was it just like an outlet for you
1: uh essentially it was an outlet of stress and to hang out with not even stress it was just an outlet to hang out with your friends essentially you could you know after school hop on xbox create a group chat and bullshit with your friends till the evening time or till your parents start yelling at you to get off and...
0: <laughs> oh, i remember the cod days
1: yeah and uh... um, so
0: you you said that you did make it to a semi-professional level if i remember correctly right
1: yeah that's correct. Uh, throughout those competitive series throughout the weekends and evenings, um, a lot of the time you start to do more pickup tournaments and that's when you start playing with the semi-pros and pros and uh, yeah so it was definitely getting into the semi-pro category. Uh, I got flown out to Columbus, Orla- Orlando, uh, Dallas, so a few places that I got to travel to it was a great experience uh, nice to get things paid for. And that was kind of like, I guess the start to, it really opened my eye. It's like, wow, you can make money online and playing a video game that I love to do. And it's, yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah. So this was kind of your introduction to the online money-making. Uh, and again, as we can see here and with some of the Shopify stuff that we're going to be talking about, um, you've really taken that to a serious level. Um, did you ever get a paycheck from the professional playing or semi-professional playing or was it just like a we'll pay for your hotel we'll play pay pay for your flight sorry
1: sorry if you hear my dog in the background oh that's okay Just just got a puppy but yeah actually i did receive some paychecks um so mostly the form of currency back in game battles was the weekend tournaments where you would battle for the pro points and so the pro points were essentially how you would place for the season. So once the season started, the pro points would pretty much let you know if you're starting in like the 64th seed or if you're going to have to play in uh, open battles and open battles was for buddy who had nobody who had any pro points and you just show up to this tournament and you got to pretty much battle your, your way from the 128th team all the way to number one. So pro points and essentially, uh, the weekend tournaments would be roughly around like anywhere from 2000 to $5,000, uh, us.
0: There we go. Okay. So at a young age, that's a great start in your online money-making career. Um, you you kind of moved on from that. I'm assuming you're still not trying to actively pursue professional gaming. Is that correct?
1: No, I realized it took away, uh, too much from everything and honestly i could have stuck with it because there's people that i used to play with uh Scumpy, i'm sure maybe you've heard of nadeshot who uh, runs the overwatch or uh, it's not the overwatch sorry the league of legends team 100 thieves so it's cool to see people that i used to game with and to grow up and now these guys are like owners of teams
0: yeah they're they're doing very big things with it they stuck with it uh not to say that what you you know, went the wrong route, you've obviously found something else and it's doing extremely well. Uh, so do you think we can make that transition into the Shopify store? Because I've done a couple episodes, I uh, sat down with Art Not Found, for anyone who hasn't listened to those episodes. Uh, we talked about one episode selling on Amazon, another episode that was heavily focused on Shopify, and then also just running ads online, uh, Google and Facebook ads, and we really got into the weeds there. So, can you just give us an overview of kind of how you got on Shopify, what you're doing on there? Uh, we don't need to go too in depth, but just you know, give us as much as you want.
1: Hundred repeat. So, uh, Shopify kind of started out with I've been working with my dad's family company, uh, Nuco Natural Technology. Will shout out to them. Um, we've been my dad's been manufacturing and supplying natural healthcare supplement products for over. Twenty-three years, and uh, we didn't have an e-commerce uh, store. Essentially, we just had a web page, and the web page redirected people to my uncle. And I kind of <laughs> saw the disconnect, and I'm like, "Well, if we're really trying to like scale this thing here, we gotta have the direct to consumer outlet because that's where you can make some data-driven decisions." Yeah. And uh, yeah, so to kind of dive deeper a little bit into the Shopify, uh, kind of show you guys like, here's the current day. Uh, might have to blur this out in the top right corner.
0: Yeah, got know. you. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, so here's the Shopify, and essentially there's a couple apps that I want to talk about that make that are game changer. Um, app number one is going to be Yotpo. You can use another review application, but I highly recommend Yoppo. Um Yotpo, what it does is it generates uh, it's called UGC, so user generated content. So essentially when someone's, after you, uh, after they buy your product, we're going to send you an automated review saying, Hey, uh, we'd like you to rate this product from one to five. Uh, you can customize it to however you want to say. Um, and that's where you're going to collect information on your consumers. You're going to ask kind of like what their age range is. Um, say if you're selling like a some type of topical lotion, that's trying to heal some certain ailments you're going to put down there. This is going to help with that. Uh, dark spots or hyperpigmentation, uh, keratosis, you know, psoriasis, you name it. And that's where you're going to really be able to dive deeper into the data. And once you find out what's working, that's when you double down on it. And that's when you get creative with it. So, you know, it's finding the little things that make a difference, like incentivizing your customers to leave a review. So what I'll do is I'll do a little uh, quarterly giveaway. I'll be like, hey, you know, for a chance to enter into this draw uh, for $200, you get an e-gift card for the store. We appreciate the feedback. And simple as that. And by doing stuff like that, um, your consumers really enjoy it. They like to participate in it and it almost makes it fun. So there's like that less barrier to entry. And uh, in the end, ultimately, it helps your Shopify store uh, to gather that data and to really double down on what's working and especially for what's not working to cut loose sense. killer
0: stuff there um so again you know i'm not huge on shopify i'm really have close to no experience with it um so i i don't know exactly how helpful this kind of stuff is like i you, you explain it i can follow it Um, I just haven't actually got in there, got my hands dirty. Uh, So I don't have too much on the follow-up on these questions. So if you just wanted to run through some of the other stuff that you kind of use and that has been helpful for you, I think that would be the best way to go about this.
1: For sure. So uh, with user-generated content, right, you're going to be able to push and leverage this. And so in ways that you can leverage it, you can leverage it into Facebook advertising. Um, You can leverage it into... Google shopping ads. So now, say for example, when someone's going to Google your store name, um, if you have over 100 reviews within a year on, say for example, google.com, they have to be USA reviews, you'll be able to show up and you're gonna have these star ratings underneath uh, your Google store. And essentially what that's gonna do is it's gonna lower your cost of acquisition for a consumer and it's also gonna make your brand more reputable as not every seller can have those stars. Um, another way to kind of leverage the user generated content is through, I mentioned ads. So you can also show a specific product, uh, with the advert with a review that's specific to that product. And so when the customer clicks that advertisement, it's going to take them to that product review. They're going to read it and they're going to see that it's a real person and it's not bullshit. Um, and then on top of that, you're able to leverage that content into email marketing. So I know you've done some previous podcasts uh, in the past with Art. He mentions Klaviyo 100%. Klaviyo is a hack. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I was telling him. I was like, this is a cheat code. Yeah. If, if you're not using it, you got a Shopify store. I think they even connect to uh, Big Commerce and all those other platforms. Get on it. M- make the change for MailChimp because MailChimp sucks if you're using it.
0: Yeah, right? That's, that is what everyone has been telling me.
1: Um. So typically what I like to go into with Klaviyo, it's an email marketing. If you're unfamiliar uh, with it, essentially what you can do in here, there's three things. Uh, you can set some campaigns. So that's your basic email marketing. Uh, that's where especially I got Yopo leveraging that user generated content into my email marketing campaigns. So that way it's just always adding reputable people like to see reviews and it creates that kind of brand loyalty and trust. Um, the other option or the other, not option, but the other cool feature of Klaviyo is it's got some, uh, flows. So essentially you can kind of go into and set up like these automated flows where you're not having to email them, uh, you know, manually, it just does it all by itself. So essentially here for the last 30 days, you can see I've been able to generate like $4,400, uh, just from automated emails. And that was just for people who have banning cart. So essentially it's like grabbing all the bottom hanging fruit and, uh, Allowing you to kind of focus on what really matters. And uh, essentially, you know, what I like to say is a good ratio for email marketing is if you're able to capitalize on, say, 30% of your sales come from email marketing. So I recently kind of got into a, you know, another hack, you could call it. And it's like A-B testing. It's, It's very known, but what I found is, diving deep into the data. For me, I like, I didn't, I didn't clue in to see what was working best for our email. So I started doing some split tests and finding out if your audience prefers like pictures and videos and gifts, or maybe they're a little bit of an older audience similar to mine where they like text and they perform better off of text. So essentially it's just doubling down on what works. And here you can see, uh, from the last 30 days, I've had a 59% revenue from just emails. That's not like Chiller. going ham on ads or nothing.
0: Yeah, that is absolutely insane. Uh, there's one thing that I really want to drive home there, because uh, same kind of thing that I talked about with art, which was you know you double down hard on what is working. Um, he he's saying you know he cuts losers quick. If stuff isn't profitable, if different advertising isn't profitable, you cut it quick and then you double down on what is working. And I think that's been one of kind of your keys to success with kind of everything that you've done here. You were grinding eight hours a day playing video games. Here with the email marketing, again, you're saying that you double down on what has worked. Uh, And when we get to the Amazon, same exact thing. You found, we sourced the product, you found the product, and you really went hard on it and you're still going hard on it and it's extremely profitable right now. Um, so is there anything else to Spotify so far? Cause I didn't want to get too into the weeds on it. Uh, but is there anything else on Spotify or Clavio that you kind of want my audience to know about?
1: If you want a, you know, a Shopify or any type of e-commerce store, just hop on to it. Uh, actually commit and spend the time to learning it. Cause if you half-ass it, it's not going to be worth your while. That's yes. definitely one thing.
0: So that was actually another thing that I wanted to talk about here. Uh, because originally you said that you had just a website that redirected to your uncle. And you said, no, nah, that's not going to cut it. So I'm just trying to figure out like what it is in you that pushes you to do more. Again, with the email marketing, you said you really got in there. You got your hands dirty. And you did the extra work. I feel like so many people are so comfortable. They find their niche or they find something that works. And then they get comfortable and they don't progress anymore. Uh, So what is it that really drives you, I would say, to kind of continue to improve here?
1: To me, it's like I look at myself as an entrepreneur, but I also look at myself as an entrepreneur. For those of you that don't know what an entrepreneur is, it's an entrepreneur within a corporation where you're trying to... Make change. Um, my dad is very eccentric. He's very much conservatives and believes in what he believes. And I feel like I get that from him as well. And often we butt heads. And so someone when someone tells me no, I like to show it in their face and be like, well, you said no. And now look at what happened, right? Imagine if we did it that much sooner.
0: Yeah, there we go. So you, you kind of know what you can improve on, or at least you think you know what you can improve on. And you really have that drive to make it happen. And if it doesn't work out, at least you tried versus a lot of people. Again, I think they just get so content with the day to day, especially in their business. They'll say, you know, I'm doing well. I'm not doing fantastic, but well's good enough for me. Uh, and that's where they kind of stop. But you, you seem to want to continue to improve and prove others wrong or that we can do better. Or you guys can do better is what it's sounding like.
1: and it's also you know believing in yourself and the real change for me kind of happened when uh, you know I graduated high school was in university third year was going for a general management in business and a minor in marketing and honestly I'd go there and I'd be sitting at my desk and I'd be working I wasn't you know in one ear and out the other for school I was kind of Told from my parents, my dad was like, Oh, you better go to school, and you oh, we all heard it. <laughs> yeah,
0: we all heard that one.
1: Yeah, and man, I wish I listened to myself a lot sooner. And come the fourth year, I end up dropping out. I said, fuck it. And you gotta learn when to cut things. And unfortunately, school was one of the things that took me the longest to cut out of my life. But the moment I did that. My mindset changed. My perspective changed. It's like, hey, you don't have a backup plan like everyone says you should go to school and do. It's like, now you gotta hustle your ass. You gotta you gotta make it or break it essentially. Because if you don't commit to things hundred percent, are you gonna be able to live with yourself when you're seventy or eighty years old? Because definitely not me.
0: Yeah. See, this one's tough. I know a lot of entrepreneurs say, you know, fuck school. I didn't need it. I dropped out. I gave it up to pursue business. And it works out for a lot of people. I actually went to school. I got a four-year degree, doubled up in majors, learned a lot. And I have that, I think, under my belt. And that's taken a lot of stress off of this business side of things where I could say, hey, you know, if it really doesn't work out, I can go back. And I think that's kind of put my mind at ease a little bit because I like like to stress about shit. I don't know what it is. I do. And uh, I know other people are like, I can't have that backup plan or else I'll fall back into it. I'm not going back. I'm never going to go back and work a regular job, but just in the back of my mind, I know that I have that option and it's really allowed me to kind of push myself with my own businesses. Uh, so for anyone who's listening, I, I just want to say that, you know, going to school is for some people, not going to school is for others. I definitely don't want to say that, you know, you need to quit school to be a successful entrepreneur in any sense of the word. Um
1: exactly you you don't need to like if honestly some people perform better at school and that's just at the end of the day we're all humans and we're trying to learn what we're good at and yeah. what we're passionate about and it's about finding what you're passionate about because essentially once you can do that work doesn't become work it just becomes a hustle and the days go by and they don't drag on right to me it's motivating to wake up every morning i personally get up this quarantine's shaking my schedule a little bit but when the regular uh, work world was going on, I was getting up at 5 a.m. every day and was grinding till 10 p.m. So there's there's got to be that commitment.
0: Yeah, I am, to be honest with you, I am working pretty much from the time I roll out of bed until the time that I go to sleep, uh, especially now during quarantine. I've actually kind of doubled down on it uh, just because there's nothing else to do. But I, I think that really does truly speak to the people who are going to see success and then other people who try something give it up eventually and this actually leads into you know what i wanted to i I don't want to say that this needs to be the main focus of the episode but i did want to hype this up because you know again we are running this group this discord group you're one of the members you've done extremely well uh and how i was trying to relate this was that you have worked your ass off there are other people in the group who have kind of gotten content they use a couple of the flips that we post, and they've done a couple thousand in revenue. So can we head over to your sales dashboard, your Amazon sales dashboard? Again, for the people, this is $80,000 in the last week, week and a half. And this is from you. You started your store this month, correct?
1: Um, I've actually had my store open for a year. Okay. I used to go to auctions and I buy items at the auction, obviously, if it's a good condition, and I would just flip it on eBay and Amazon. And kind of, I was already doing the flipping thing.
0: There we go. Okay. But recently, there hadn't been any sales, right? This is this 80K is from, from the group, if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: No, this 80K is directly from the group, nothing else.
0: Okay. So let's get into this a little bit because I already have people on twitter in my dms telling me this is a scam these people aren't making money like you're just trying to push something you're trying to push a paid group or getting in the discord group and i i wanted to have you on one because i fucking love what you're doing dude you're killing it in every sense of the word and then two i kind of wanted to put you know that doubt that some people are having to rest because i want to get people in this group and i don't want them thinking that this is so unattainable so Can you just walk us through kind of how the group's been for you thus far, how you've been able to hit 80K in sales, um, and what you kind of want others to know about this group?
1: For sure. So when this group originally launched, um, I was one of the first members. uh, Essentially, I kind of watched the first video with Trader and Charles, and I was listening to it, and I was like, well, this is fucking hype. "This (laughs) This is way easier than going to an auction, having to physically visually inspect these items and hope to god that you know, there wasn't a error or like an issue with it when i plugged it in right so you know minimizing the risk where you you have the opportunity to bring the item back to the store huge like if you get like that's that's insane right. say for example even if you get a return from one of your amazon sales get that thing shipped back to you charge like a restocking fee don't lose any money And bring it back to the store there's like zero risk to this
0: yeah see that that was one of the the biggest things that we wanted people to know is that we retail arbitrage specifically takes almost all of the risk out of the game you know when you talk about private labeling stuff and drop shipping you're dealing with sketchy people overseas who are trying to make as much money as possible you don't get to inspect the product you kind of have to hope that it's great develop these relationships over time that are constantly falling off. uh, And there's just a lot of risk involved. Whereas here, you go to your Walmart, you pick up an item, you list it, you either ship it to Amazon or you hold on to it until somebody orders and you send it off. If that sale doesn't work out for some reason, it'll get sent back to the Amazon warehouse and someone else will buy it. Or you get it shipped back to yourself, you take it back to the store and you return it and get your money back. So it's just, it's crazy to me how little risk there is involved in this.
1: That's that's the beauty of it. That's kind of what's enabled me to uh, double down. Essentially with this quarantine, uh, Corona stuff going on, it's been able to, you know, I haven't been focusing as much on my main grinds. Um, but
0: Why would you, you right know? now? You know, <laughs> with, with some of the stuff that's going on and these flips that are getting posted, its I feel like it's just too easy. The money is too easy right now to ignore it
1: seriously i 100 percent agree with that i was you know like i mentioned earlier i was one of the first people into the group i saw the video believed in it and then i got caught up in my regular day-to-day life i was focusing on my shopify store and just building out those brands and some other projects and then i started seeing some crazy sales numbers i was like whoa i was like all right
0: time to take this serious
1: (laughs) yeah I, i gotta get in on this so essentially within this last week and a half i've bought $4,000 worth of inventory and ship that to FBA. And then, uh, what you guys are seeing here, this $80,000 is uh fulfillment by merchant where I'm, uh, shipping and packaging this product specifically myself. So you got a little bit more,
0: you got a grind for
1: this. Yeah, it's a grind, but it is a hundred percent worth it. Uh, so I'm still shocked by it.
0: Yeah. So for for the audience who doesn't really know how this is working, can you just run them through what you do when you open up Discord? What are you looking at? What are we providing for you? Uh, and how, how did you come to attain this $80,000? Don't give the specific product. Again, I want to keep that exclusive for the group because you guys are fucking killing it. You got in there, you took that chance to actually say, Hey, I want to learn about this. Whereas other people were like, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. So I think this is a huge home run product and I want to keep it kind of secret.
1: Yeah, it's our, it's our secret. Yeah. Um, So essentially, you know, with the, the discord group chat, it's essentially, it's up, it's up to you. If you, all the information is there. Um, The group's been in beta and we've been ironing out the bugs. Uh, forever grateful for everyone putting in the hard work. I know there's Cole, uh, Charles, and Trader, and big the shout,
0: things- big shout out to Cole, man. He is killing it. He really is. And he really Trader, is. I, I mean, shout out to both of them. Without them, this Discord really wouldn't be what it is. It probably wouldn't even exist. Um, but again, going back to kind of this specific product, how did that happen?
1: So this happened. There was a correct me if I'm wrong, but there is in the discord, there's a little sub chatter, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it was like successful flips. And then there's like a high tier admin flips. And essentially it lists the product, shows you what the product is. And uh, depending where you are located, they'll even source it for you with a URL link.
0: There we go. That's pretty much spot on right there. What we generally try to do is we have our bots running to source, you know, semi high tier flips those get posted, I'd say five times a day or something like that. And then we try to get out there, find products that are higher ROI. And we post those in the admin. And then there's also the higher tier flips, the bot finds. Uh, And so I'm assuming you just came across, was it either somebody's revenue screenshot or maybe it was the actual post that said, Hey, here's where you can buy it. Here's what it costs. Here's what it sells for. How'd you find this specific product?
1: So I actually saw you guys list that product in the high tier flips. And I was okay, like, that's a cool item. Uh, shrugged it off. And then later on, I was in the group chat and a shout out to Birch as well. He was there with me. Uh, we were kind of talking to each other and he's kind of what brought me back into it. And it's like uh, messaging back and forth. He's like, hey, are you seeing the success from some of these other sellers? And so I kind of went to the general chat and man, things are popping off. It's not just me who's successful at this. There is multiple other sellers. And when I say that anybody can get into this, there's not a There's a little bit of a learning curve, but it's, it's very, very easy.
0: Yeah. I think there are now three people with other over 50 grand in sales this month. So huge shout out to the three of you. There's more people who will be making it to that benchmark eventually. Um, But okay, so you are one of—I think you are the top seller in the group right now. So I just want to get into this. Probably goes back to your, you know, grinding days playing video games with this Shopify that you've built from the ground up. Uh, How did you separate yourself from the pack and, you know, become the number one seller in this group?
1: So essentially. Saw these other sales from how other people were doing well. I know XO is one of the members and he was posting some big numbers. So I was like, all right, um, I'll take that bet. Let's see if I can double down. And <laughs> Did some research and looked into the item, did a local search and found uh, a retail chain that was supplying it across, I think it was like 11 different stores in my area. Um, that day I was kind of doing the research. So I was like, all right. I got to borrow my mom's truck and I'm going to go fill her up and pretty much clear out all the stock in my city.
0: And, and uh, that, the rest is kind of history.
1: Yeah, the rest is kind of history. I cleared out all the stock in my city, drove, uh, rented a U-Haul, uh, pl- next day rented a U-Haul, planned, planned a trip and drove, uh, it was about 350 kilometers uh, out of the city. Psycho. <laughs> hit up a couple stores, made sure it was worth my money, Uh, ended up coming back all in in a day's work, essentially getting up in the morning, renting the U-Haul and coming back, uh, dropped off the inventory, essentially repeated the process another time, drove to another city, another 600 kilometers away and hit up all the stores in that region. I know I was snapping you some pictures along the way. Yeah, it was looking fucking awesome. Um,
0: so yeah, this, this is kind of, this is where you've been able to differentiate yourself because a lot of the people in this group, they're a okay and satisfied with, Hey, I can go buy this at the Walmart or the home Depot or the Lowe's or wherever that's five miles from my house. They go, they pick up the three that are at the home Depot or the Walmart. And they're, they're like, Hey, I'm going to make a couple hundred bucks. This is awesome. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. For a lot of these people, it is a bit of side income. It's their first side hustle that they've started and they're getting their feet wet. And I love them to death for it. But you, you said, nah, that's not good enough for me. I don't need one store with five of these items. I'm gonna hit every single goddamn store within you a know, couple hundred kilometers of me and I'm gonna clear them out and I'm gonna become the number one seller in this group so it really is just that determination to become the best, to prove other people wrong—that I think is a reoccurring theme in all of these kind of ventures that you've had.
1: Yeah, essentially, it's like the doubt of you know. I, I even mentioned this to a couple of people. I was like, you know, you this I, I'm in this group, blah blah blah. You scan some items and uh, use the Amazon Seller app, and it tells you essentially if the item's selling or not. And there's obviously a couple extensions to go on top of that, but. People didn't believe that you could find an item at a store and then sell it on Amazon for two times the price and make 50% markup. Yeah.
0: Nobody like, buys it because it just seems too good to be true.
1: And and that's why there's such a huge opportunity, right? When people don't, when people are in a disbelief similar to crypto and they don't, they don't see the long-term picture. I'll, I'll always resort to that. The long-term thing. Everything I do is generally focused on a 10 year timeframe. Um, and yeah, that's what's enabled me to double down on this. I saw the opportunity. I know uh, there's a couple fellow Canadians in the Discord. We've created a separate Discord for the Canadians just because there is a couple hiccups and headaches that we've been running into personally. But knowing that there was other Canadians um, kind of made me double down. It's like, hey, you know, they could be buying, buying my stock. I, I can't have that happen. <laughs> So you created
0: this Discord to get them away from these products is what you're doing.
1: No, 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 no. We we created a, the Discord to help members who are, you know, struggling with shipping and yes. being Canadian. No, yeah. You, how, many,
0: how many people are in that group?
1: I want to say there's, that's a good question. I haven't been keeping like close tally on it, but as I'm checking my phone here, I want to say there's close to
0: 15 to 20 people. Right on. So you you were doing your part to help these guys out, kind of paying it forward, which I love to hear. Uh, and something that you had mentioned there, very wise, because I know you are a little bit younger. You said that you look at everything on a 10-year time frame. Uh, and even just to start out this, there's some quick growth very, very fast out the gate to still think on a 10-year timeline, even when you've got you know something this hot right at the beginning is just something that not a lot of people will do. And I think that that has contributed to your success in other ventures and will very much contribute to your success in the Amazon selling game in this group. Love what you're doing, man. Uh, is there anything else that you want the audi- my audience to know about this kind of Amazon Discord group that we have created or that the process that you've gone through? Uh, or do you think we covered most of it?
1: I feel like we've covered most of it, but what I will resort to is, uh, if you're going to do something, commit to it. And if you're not going to commit to the time to it, don't bother seriously. Cause you're just only going to disappoint yourself, but for the ones that are listening and are kind of in disbelief or are kind of shocked, or maybe you're thinking this is a scam. No, it's not. Take the opportunity to learn and it will pay out 10 times.
0: Yeah. It, like I, I'm still in disbelief, to be honest with you. Like I, I, I truly cannot believe how well some of you guys have done, and so I can understand those people who don't buy it, because it's the the numbers are mind blowing. Uh, again, you talked about you know committing fully to this, spending time. If you're gonna take the time out to do it, do it right and commit the time to it. Uh, but I also do want to say that we have people in the group working nine to fives to this day. They're still working their nine to fives who have done extremely well. I think I saw somebody today, 30 grand in revenue this month. They said they still kept their nine to five. So it is possible. And it isn't this huge time commitment that I think a lot of people think it is. Uh, The first guy I saw that was still working his nine to five, I think he did. And this is much more realistic. It was 4,500 or so in revenue for the month. And so I do want to set expectations. I want people to understand that you are a bit of an outlier here. The guys who are working their nine-to-fives who are doing 30 grand in revenue, a little bit of an outlier here, but it's still very doable with the nine-to-five. You don't have to commit a lot of time to it. If you do, you're going to start seeing numbers like this. But again, this is just going to be a little side hustle and hobby for some people, and that's A-OK in my book. Uh, So-
1: Yeah. I want to extrapolate a little bit too here, Charles. I, I want to also- uh, mentioned that uh, essentially like you know the nine to five you're right with that you can do this for a couple hours you know even an hour and it's it's going to pay out immensely. Um, some of the numbers that you're seeing from my screen is it's, it's like an anomaly product but I want to kind of go back to it's not always going to be like this there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows it's, it's very similar to life right and when that wave is you know up you want to ride it for as long as you can and be able to exit at the proper time so you can move on to the next big thing
0: exactly and that's what we've been kind of discussing the admins of this group is we're worried like holy fuck we found this home run product we're hyping people up we want to keep that high going but at the same time it's not going to be like this every single month you know you're not going to find a product that flips for Four times the price and it's selling you know for four hundred dollars when you're buying them for seventy five a hundred dollars it's not going to be the case every single month but i think that you know with how cole has set things up i think we're going to be able to find at least one home run at least once a month maybe once every two months or something like that and then again there's all these little flips smaller roi lower dollar value invested you know it's 20 bucks it's flipping for 40 on Amazon or 50 on Amazon and then Amazon takes the $15 or 15% fee so there's a lot of those getting thrown around and then every once in a while we have this home run product and you are in the perfect mindset here is you find that one that does really well you go super hard on it and as the tail end of it starts to come around you cut it and move on to the next one. So yeah. I think you are in for some big, big things in this group and selling on Amazon. I'm excited to see where you're going with it. I, I You're the poster child of this Discord right now, to be honest with you. Hey. Um, I, I, I cannot believe, I, I'm in disbelief at how well you have done. Um, so well, enough, thanks
1: to the group.
0: Yeah, yeah, enough of us stroking our own egos here and talking about how great we are. Um, I always like to ask my guests, you know, what you're most excited for in the coming 12 months. You have a couple big things that you're kind of working on right now. You've got this new store, new strategy. You've also got the Shopify store. Uh, so what what are you most excited for in the coming 12 months?
1: Um, essentially, it's doubling down on what's working and trying to be hands-off Uh, as much as that I can so I can kind of always move on to the next. Um, Right now I'm at that stage where doubling down on some certain businesses, uh, obviously if it's working and trying to just compound that passive income and uh, keep growing myself as an individual. uh, The next 12 months working on something pretty freaking big here. Uh, I can't get too much into it, but I will say, i'm not sure if you've heard of or seen any of those uh videos with so yummy
0: like the the facebook group so yummy hmm. yeah they yeah. got like
1: 50 50 million uh subscribers
0: no I, i'm not on facebook personally so that might be it
1: uh, i'm not either but just for business but uh
0: got it yeah
1: i've recently uh teamed up with somebody in uh from so yummy group they kind of do the video content and uh Recently got a videographer who's very well-connected. He's very uh, professional at what he does. He's he's up and coming. He doesn't know it yet. Um, I know he's going to listen to this podcast. And we're going to kill this business, I'm telling you that. And,
0: uh, I love that you can't get too into it, but you're getting me hyped for whatever you've got going on right now. It sounds big. Uh, I'm very excited with all of these different things that you've got going on. I want to see them grow and blossom. Uh, hopefully I can stay kind of connected and in tune through Twitter and through the Discord group. Um, But it sounds like you've got a lot coming up. Uh, So very excited for you. Uh, To end the episode, I always kind of do a biggest tip, right? And we've touched on a lot of tips. We've gone over a lot of big talking points, what you think is pretty important for people to know. But if you had to boil it down to one thing, for somebody starting a new venture, because uh, you've jumped around to a couple new things. The reason I want to ask, you know, with the new venture is you just got back into the Amazon selling and have killed it immediately. So what's your biggest tip for the guys out there who are looking to start something new?
1: I'll give you two things here. So the f- one tip is, is going to be, you know, if you're going to do it, I know I've said this in the past here, but if you're going to do something, just commit to it and spend the time on doing it and learning it properly. If not, you're just cheating yourself. And second is for everyone who's getting into this discord chat. Um, what I want to do for you guys is down the road, you know, once you start getting some uh, good profits from this, what's the best thing to do with your money is to move on to the next thing. Right? So you want to ride the wave. Um, what I've done with my background in e-commerce is selling the natural skincare and supplements is consumable items. Um, you want to sell something that's going to provide value and deliver real results. So uh, currently right now I'm in the works with a couple large manufacturers. And I know you mentioned this in the past, Charles, in the podcast here saying uh, drop shipping can be a little bit scammy and it's not so guaranteed. Well, the group that I'm currently in, and it's it's a beta group, it's uh, drop shipping, supplements, uh, skin care on demand. So essentially lowering the risk to entry. Uh, yeah, and consumables, right? So people are not gonna just buy it once, they're gonna, you're gonna have repeat customers. So once this group kind of gets more finalized and we get more members in here and you guys got some more money to invest in, uh, I'd love to share it with you guys and help you further
0: there we go just kind of building off of one community kind of rolling it up into the next love it love that my group or our group is going to have kind of these opportunities coming to them we've got some other very big things in the work for the group uh so we're really going to turn this into one big community that is just going to start making uh to be crude shitloads of money and i'm very (laughs) excited for it um it's a solid group yeah no it really is it's the start of something beautiful in my opinion so thank you for coming on for kind of hyping the group up for us for also talking about you know your shopify experience how to really kill it in any new venture uh and get people excited for potentially their next new new venture in this group uh is there anything else that you want my audience to know before we go
1: Double down on yourself and it's going to pay immensely. That's everything.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's been a great episode. Um, Really, really appreciate you taking the time in.
1: Hey, it's been a pleasure.